This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. With Gene and Chris in the Paracast, we welcome back an old friend. He hasn't been on the show since, I guess, October or November of 2015. And that's the one, the only, Don Eckert. Welcome back. Well, thank you. Uh, you caught me. Uh, I've been trying to hide from you, but I guess I wasn't doing that well, Gene. You know, <laughs> you've narrowed it down. And, you know, I really feel, really feel lucky to hear you say that because you're a former police officer. So I think a former police officer would better be able to hide than anyone else. Well, yeah, but it's been since 2015, so there you go, 2015. (laughs) Well, you did pretty well. Yeah, pretty good. So what have you guys been up to? Funny you should ask. Last week we had Joshua P. Warren on the show. Do you know him? I know the name. Okay. Now, he seems to be pretty knowledgeable, has a good presentation. One of our listeners said that he could use a better microphone. I probably would agree with him. I think the only big criticism is that he's too ready to sell what he has there. Bit of a salesman, which is fine. I don't mind a person making a living, but some people. Speaking of salesmen, the other night I woke up about 2 a.m., I guess it was, and uh, was having a little trouble staying or getting back to sleep. So I got up and wandered out to the kitchen, got myself a glass of milk, and I'm sitting there drinking my milk, and I thought, oh, geez, 2 a.m., it's been a long time since I've been up this late or early, depending upon how you look at it, so I turned on my radio, and lo and behold, I was listening to Coast to Coast with George Norrie, and guess who his guest was? Well, okay. You're not going to guess, so I'll tell you. Stephen Bassett and the disclosure business that he's still pushing. And that's how I get it back to salesmanship. Well, you know, Stephen Bassett, I, he's not really that high on my radar. And frankly, nor is Coast to Coast. I think the last time I listened to that show was 10, 15 years ago. Oh, it's been, a, it's been a long time for me also. And the only reason I was there is because I couldn't sleep. But with that being said... So I thought I'd sit there a few minutes and listen to what's going on. And Gene and Chris, it could have been 15 years ago. Same business, same sales pitch, disclosure, disclosure, disclosure. And, of course, one of the huge points that Bassett was trying to uh, point out was his, I guess, tentative relationship with Hillary Clinton, John Podesta, and, of course, all that business, going back to the Rockefeller Initiative. And, you know, 
it just simply for me came to uh, down to S S D D. You know what that what that means, right? Just a different day. Yeah, same stuff, but we don't say stuff. We say colorful expletive, different day, and that's <laughs> that's about what it was. Don, I, is it fifteen years that this guy's been doing that? I think it goes back to the nineties, doesn't it? It well, seems yeah, like forever. I, I just used fifteen years as an arbitrary number, but the the bottom line is that that could be a footnote for the entire UFO research field. It certainly has not progressed, and that's why we're all sitting here, right, to talk about about that topic, that subject. And it's actually, in, in my humble opinion, worse now in 2017 than it was in uh, 1992. You know what? I want to ask you more about that, but I was really wanted to just finish up with Joshua P. Warren. And the reason is because we mentioned this on After the Powercast he agreed to send me a radionics device. You know what they are? Uh, couldn't begin to guess. Okay. It's, it's sometimes called a Hieronymus box. It's sometimes called a wishing machine. And the best thing I could say about it is that it is designed supposedly to amplify your wishes and your hopes. Does that come with uh, eight ounces of pixie dust? That might help. The pixie dust, the Aladdin's lamp, whatever it is, I am not going to make any comments one way or the other. And the reason I'm not is because I've got the thing working now. I talked with Joshua Warren's business partner who sells these things. And I've set it up with his instructions. I don't want to prejudge anything. I know you're very likely going to be a very skeptical person about it. I just wanted to mention for the sake of our listeners that the device is set up. It is, I guess, working in whatever way it works. How much do they go for? Well, you can build them yourself. No, no, no. You said he's selling them. I would have to look up probably a couple of hundred dollars to start, you know, <laughs> one or two hundred dollars to start. And if you want something with all the bells and whistles, it would probably cost more. I will take a quick look, as a matter of fact, and see radionics and see a radionics device. Let's just see what those things sell for. They've got one here for a Bosch radionics device. Bosch. It's a very famous manufacturer from Germany. $50. Another one, a three-dial tuner radionic machine for $107.94. I mean, it's not expensive. I mean, if... You're tight for money, well, I guess somebody could say, you know bucks. what, this is a waste of money. But if you just want to play with something and see what happens, they're not super expensive. They've got them on eBay. And eBay, let's just take a look, Radionics device. And they've got one here, $113, $132. A software, $20. You know, so you can get something as cheap as $20. And get something for a hundred dollars, and get something for a couple of thousand dollars. And what do they do? Okay, that's a good question, and I'm not an expert on this, so don't even expect to get an answer that, by any extent, is going to be definitive. So that proves the simple adage that often there are more people with money than with brains. Okay, 
Well, you know what? There are a lot of things you can buy for $100 that may or may not have some kind of effect. I mean, women buy cosmetics and perfumes for $100 or $200 that are made of materials that cost $10. Well, you know, I, I recently needed a, a, uh, another external hard drive, okay, for some things that I am doing back here at the Hacienda. So I went over to Fry's Electronics, and I got a one terabyte external drive for, it was a little over 50 bucks. Okay. And brought it home, very happy with it, you know, until several days ago, I turned, or, well, I hooked it up and tried to turn it on. It was completely dead. And I said to myself, self, there was 50 bucks out the window. And then I thought for a second, and I said, oh, wait, let me call them up. So I did. It's a Seagate drive, okay? And as it turns out, they've got a new one coming to me. I've got to send this one back, and I'm happy. But that was 50 bucks well spent. Now, and the thing it, to bear in mind, too, when we talk about hard drives, hard drives are very, very fragile. All right? You're putting all your data, and we're talking about here a terabyte for $50, which is a pretty normal price. You're putting all your data on something that's made up of tiny electrical components. Right. And things can go wrong. I mean, I've got one, a one terabyte hard drive here as a backup drive, and I've had it for seven years, which is amazing because usually they're gone by then. But that wasn't my point. Well, we're going to get to your point, but we have to do a break first. Okay. And this way we can give our listeners a cliffhanger, okay? All right? So we've got Don Ecker with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast Jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Hi there, I'm Bob Eubanks. You know, as part of Hollywood for a long time, I've seen my fair share of celebrities get in trouble with the IRS. Well, there's one name I trust, the Tax Defense Group. They're the most trusted name in tax. So if you owe more than $10,000 to the IRS, you really need to call my friends at the Tax Defense Group. 
Ignoring the IRS is not the solution. They can garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, seize your home or business. But the Tax Defense Group could put a stop to all of that and tailor a program that would reduce your tax debt to pennies on the dollar. you got to love that. So don't just take my word for it. Call them. Find out for yourself. They offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. And they're open 24 hours a day because they know that tax debt doesn't sleep either. Call now for your free and confidential tax analysis from the most trusted name in tax. Call 800-361-6907. 800-361-6907. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-615-7709. That's 800-615-7709. 800-615-7709. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. And before we find the end of the story with regard to Don Ecker's $50 backup hard drive from Fry's Electronics, Let me tell you that we've got a second radio show called After the Paracast, and it's a wrap-up show. It's special interviews, all sorts of different things. And the only way you can hear it is to become a member of the Paracast Plus. Go to plus, P-L-U-S dot theparacast.com. That's plus dot theparacast.com. We offer a commercial-free version of this show and other benefits for prices starting at $1.49 a week. Okay, so Don Ecker was telling us he bought the hard drive, took it home. It was DOA. Yeah, and so my point of that whole story was that was 50 bucks well spent because I'm getting another hard drive. Now, 
to buy that wishing box, if I were to buy one and I sat here for the next six months using it, wishing, okay, wishing for a used 911 Porsche and one never showed up, could I get my 50 or 100 bucks back from them? I suspect so, that kind of advice you don't. Nobody guarantees those things to work. You're basically, you know, what about the Ouija board you buy for $25? What's a Ouija board cost now? I haven't bought I, one. I would not have one of those in my house. Well, regardless of the reason, you buy a Ouija board for $25. And I'll go back to eBay. You know, it's been many years since I had one of these things. And I am now going to eBay. I think eBay should buy some advertising on the show, okay? Ouija board. Okay, so let's look at a Ouija board. And they've got him here, $20, a vintage 1940s Egyptian mystic talking board with planchette for $200. Another one, $26. Another one, Parker Brothers. Glow-in-the-dark Ouija board, $9.99. Okay, so the point is from $10 up to a couple hundred dollars, you get yourself a Ouija board. Now, if that doesn't work for you, do you go back to the person who sold it to you and say, you know, it doesn't work? Uh, you know, caveat emptor when it comes to eBay. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I've sold on eBay and I have a hundred percent rating. So if you buy from me, you'll know you'll get something. We have purchased things from eBay, not Ouija boards or anything, but other stuff from vendors who have really high ratings and we've never run into a problem. I mean, if you get one of these one-off products and maybe the seller doesn't have a high reputation, or is very new at it, I would be real careful. Yeah. But let's get back to the hard drive. The hard drive, we understand you buy an electronic component from a consumer electronics store. They'll either ship you a new one if it's DOA or you bring it back to the store and they'll give you another one. Whatever it is, we know that's going to happen. Obviously, if you're getting something in this mystic realm, you know, it's for experimentation, it's for entertainment. Some people, they might believe it works, and maybe it does. Other people, they don't. But if you're only spending $100, there are a lot of things you can buy for $100 Gene, I was don't have trying, a lot of value. I was trying to live up to my reputation as the paranormal curmudgeon, okay? And we appreciate that. Oh, here's one right here. The original William Fold Parker Brothers wooden Ouija board from the 1960s. It's the original box. I recognize that box. I used to have one. And I think it was like $15, $20. But we know you're going to be a curmudgeon. And I merely give this as a reference to our listeners. I'd rather make no decision pro or con about it. After John Keel left us, okay, there was really, really nobody other than maybe Mosley to pick up the curmudgeon label. So... I mean, somebody had to do it. It's it's a dirty job, but I stepped up. So, Well, you know, we were talking about disclosure. And someone like Stephen Bassett's been around since the 1990s. And I can't remember which year. You mentioned things in the UFO field are worse now than 1992. And putting that 25-year thing here. But can you imagine in 1992 thinking we'd be talking about this stuff in 2017 and we've gone nowhere. And that is an important point. Where have we gone? 
to be perfectly honest, in 1992, people were talking about what had happened in 1947 and 1952. So, you know, it's really kind of an ongoing theme with the UFO uh, topic. Uh, Back in 92, everybody was gearing up in just a few short years at, at that time. It was going to be the 50th anniversary of Roswell. Okay. The R word. Right. Do you remember what was going on at that time? I mean, Kevin Randall and Don Schmidt were still a team. Stanton Friedman was still out there touting the Roswell thing. I mean, that was a huge theme. Well, at that time, almost not quite 50 years in the past 45 or so years in the past. So yeah, yeah, this, uh, this field is pretty much the same as, uh, it's always been, we're always looking backwards. We're very, very seldom ever looking forward. And that's, that's something that, uh, most people probably that inhabit this little lunatic asylum, uh, fails to see. Or, or does not acknowledge for whatever reason. Well, you know what? When it comes to Kevin Randall, as you know, he's been going back to some of these old cases and maybe is less amenable to accepting them. Certainly, Roswell is a big example. We had a very interesting show with Kevin a few weeks back in honoring the publication of the book Roswell in the 21st Century, where he pretty much admits that he can't, find any evidence that leads him to believe there were bodies there or that Roswell was a spaceship. He can't find evidence that makes him believe it was a mogul balloon or something uh, conventional, maybe a test aircraft. That to him, it's not explained, but there's not enough compelling evidence to point in any other direction. We don't know. Something happened. We don't know. Most of the testimony completely falls apart. That's a case that refuses to die and just go away. But, you know, speaking, speaking about looking forward, I had a call from a guy about a week and a half ago, somebody that was a friend of mine, but I had not spoken with this guy in probably, oh, two and a half years or so. So we were catching up and I was asking him what, uh, he was doing and, uh, Somehow we began speaking about some of these videos that have been coming down occasionally from the uh, International Space Station. You know what? Let's pick that up in our next segment because we just spent out of time with this one. And we'll progress with that conversation. Are we getting anywhere with UFOs? Is a lot of this playing the old game over and over again getting tiresome? We've got more to come with Don Ecker our favorite curmudgeon, and Chris O'Brien, who could do the curmudgeon game pretty good himself. Oh, yeah. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today.
Have you ever wanted a shortcut to getting the underground secrets to making money online and seriously grow your business? Whether it's a new business, a part-time income, or an existing business, you have this incredible limited offer to get a copy of this Amazon best-selling book on dot-com success for free. Uncover the success factors to make your business ignite. Go to secretsignite.com. That's secretsignite.com. Get your free copy now. Go to secretsignite.com. Had it been the sweet Paris air permeating the night, the intoxicating way her beauty had overtaken him. Whatever the case back then, Jordan Dunleavy is still in love with the memory of Lauren, the woman he'd lost so many years before. In Bookstore on the Sen, the journey of a conspiracy analyst, author C.L. Hendman, ties conspiracy theories, mystery, irony, and romance into this stimulating novel that masterfully interweaves the past with the present. Available on Amazon and Kindle and at bookstoreonthesen.com. That's S-E-I-N-E dot com. Bookstoreonthesen.com. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Something shocking just happened in a Coast Guard unit in San Diego. The old guys in the unit have turned the tables and are now destroying the young bucks in head-to-head fitness tests. How is this even possible? Turns out the old guys in this unit have been part of a special test group for a doctor-formulated fountain of youth drink called Patriot Power Greens. Patriot Power Greens has been so effective for many of the older soldiers that it's made their achy joints, stiff muscles, and lack of energy a thing of the past. Previously, this drink was only available to elite military units. But for a limited time, the creator of Patriot Power Greens has set aside a small number of free samples specifically for our conservative friends. All they ask is that you chip in a few bucks to cover shipping. To claim your free samples of Patriot Power Greens, go to Greens75.com. That's Greens75.com. Greens75.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. This is a life-changing message for anyone with sleep apnea who is on the go and tired of dragging around a big, bulky home CPAP device. Now there's finally a portable device that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. You can even add a battery that's as tiny as a deck of cards. It's the Transcend Mini CPAP. And if you're one of the first 100 callers, you can try Transcend risk-free for 10 days. So call now. 1-800-441-0405. Transcend is the world's first portable mini CPAP device. It gives you the freedom to sleep in total comfort anywhere you are. Our smallest and most advanced portable design ever, Transcend is so small and so light, you can fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. It's FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. To guarantee your 10-day in-home trial, you must be one of the first 100 callers to call minicpap.com now. 1-800-441-0405. Again, that's 1-800-441-0405. 
This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. Mr. Ecker, please go on. So, at any rate, about a week and a half ago, I get a call from a fellow that I had not spoken with in a couple of years, and we were catching up. And the conversation kind of drifted out toward the International Space Station. And we began speaking about some of these videos that had been beamed back from the ISS, where they seemed to show inexplicable, unknown objects flying into the scene, and then NASA immediately cutting the feed off. You guys are familiar with that, right? Yeah. Yes. So, this guy said to me, you know, he said, I don't think necessarily that that might be extraterrestrial technology. And I thought about it for a second, and I said, yeah, you're probably right, because... I mean, this this is not like uh, it only happens once every one or two blue moons. This has been kind of a frequent thing. So we then began speaking about the possibility of some element within the American power structure that might, in fact, be hosting a ultra-top-secret space faring organization that is totally top secret. In other words, with extraordinarily advanced technology. And this guy asked me, he said, what do you think about that? Well, to be honest, guys, 15, 20 years ago, I would have dismissed that probably uh, with a wave of my hand. But these days, I would not dare to be that forward and blunt. You know, part of, of what attracted me originally to this field was going all the way back to when I first became actively involved. And I've talked about it on the Paracast in previous broadcasts. Before I really jumped into the fray, I did a, an intensive historical retrospective on it uh, just to find out what literature was, was in the field. I ended up talking to a lot of people back then. Uh, people that were very prominent ufologists then, people like Stanton Friedman, people like William Moore, uh, Linda Howe, and others. And suddenly it hit me. Donald Kehoe, back in 1957-58, in one of his books, spoke about Dr. Herman Oberth, who was considered to be the, the dean or the godfather of German rocket research. And this, of course, was 13, 14 years after the end of World War II. Oberth survived. He was over here, and he had just signed a contract to work with the Pentagon on who knows what. And in his last public news conference, and he never gave another one after that because I guess he was under security restrictions, Oberth talked about the fact that they were working on gravitic research of some type that would enable, his words, not mine, enable humankind, mankind, Americans, I suppose, to go to the moon 
in hours, okay, with this new research. And that was the end of it. Nobody ever heard another word again. This is interesting because as you were talking, I looked online and found an old page from the early days of NICAP, Major Keogh's organization, quoting Professor Herman Oberth. Do you remember what he said about UFOs? Well, he he was was very open to the possibility that they demonstrated extraterrestrial intelligence. Here's exactly what he said. It is my thesis that flying saucers are real and that they are spaceships from another solar system. I think that they possibly are manned by intelligent observers who are members of a race that may have been investigating our Earth for centuries. And it comes from an article called Flying Saucers Come from a Distant World, dated 1954. Okay. That was even before what I was just relaying. Yes, indeed. Now, he's a long time, was a long time UFO believer, as far as I can see from here. And the guy had (laughs) quite a resume. So, yeah, when you have things like that, and this is why I find, you know, the skeptics, that are still around today, people like Shermer, people like uh, Jim Oberg, whom I can't believe that they are in real life as close-minded as they portray themselves. Uh, Oberg especially, when he laughs, okay, when he laughs at the topic of UFOs, kind of like when I was on that broadcast of Larry King Live with him talking about STS-48. Okay, in my opinion, that guy was simply touting the uh, the public NASA line. And I, I would love to sit down with Oberg over a bottle of bourbon and get him really talking in a uh, closed room with no microphones. Okay, I would love to see what he actually thinks. So you're saying here, Don, that he's basically saying it for public consumption. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I'm also firmly convinced that when when he goes out on television, when he goes to these places to poo-poo the UFO topic, he's doing it at the behest of the powers that be in NASA or wherever else he was. You know, the guy was a nuclear officer in the Air Force. He was dealing with above top secret items, okay, dealing with nuclear weapons and who knows what else. So yeah, yeah, I can't uh I can't believe and I've tried for years, years to get Oberg on my radio show to interview him and he just refuses. So what's that tell you? Well, you know, there obviously are several opinions one can have there. I invited Oberg at one time to come on the Paracast after I got a letter from him about one thing or another. And I've been in touch with him very, very slightly over the years, but he didn't want to. So probably the same reasons. Of course he didn't, because... Well, you know, coming on with me, I mean, the guy has been on national TV with me. And uh, when it comes to uh, debating the issue of whether there is or is not anything to do 
with uh, the UFO topic, uh, I'm persona non grata with practically all the noted and known skeptics. Uh, and I've at one point or another, I butted heads with just about all of them. So yeah, they, they steer clear of me. Now I'm not saying that's because they're afraid of me or whatever, but I do not play the game the way they prefer to have the game played, you know, which is to sit back and, and politely smile while they go on with their preposterous explanations. It just doesn't, uh, doesn't sit well with me. So as a result, they, uh, they avoid me. Well, we can say they're chickening out and leave it at that. You know, I don't know. I was looking up the letter I got from Oberg and it goes back to 2010 and it's just some general matter. And in response, I said, you know, come on the Paracast. He never answers. Maybe he feels we're too small and you're too small. And maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe he feels there has to be a certain kind of rating. But certainly, we've had skeptics on the Paracast before. So, you know, they have their chance. We have a chance to tell you more about things. And we'll get on with our friend Don Ecker, the curmudgeon of the year. We'll call him the curmudgeon of the year until we find a better one. And I doubt there are any better ones with Gene and Chris. You're in the Barricast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. In these uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel-burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Miniman Rocket Stove is a biomass-burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Miniman Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com.
Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. Back pain doesn't take vacations. It never celebrates holidays. It's on the job 24-7 to keep your life exactly where it is, in limbo. But it doesn't have to be that way because Laser Spine Institute can help you take back your life from chronic neck and back pain. With a less than one-inch incision, our minimally invasive procedures have provided relief to over 60,000 patients with a 97% patient satisfaction rate. So get ready to stand tall and live the life you've imagined for yourself without pain. Are you or a loved one suffering from a bulging disc? herniated disc, spinal stenosis, pinched nerve, or degenerative disc disease? Call our spine care consultants now at 855-519-BACK. For a no-cost MRI review and to learn more, it's time to say goodbye to chronic neck and back pain. Call 855-519-BACK now to see if laser spine surgery is right for you. That's 855-519-BACK. What have you got to lose? Laser Spine Institute, the leader in minimally invasive spine surgery. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. This is Jacques Vallée, you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So we're going to have a curmudgeon of the year award, Don Ecker. And I'm sure you're willing to collect the award, right? Does that come with a gift card to McDonald's or, uh, <laughs> you know? You know what? I'll tell you what. If you come into the Phoenix area, Chris and I will get you something more than a McDonald's gift card. <laughs> Actually, if it's a McDonald's gift card, it would probably just be for one of their coffees. You know, they're uh, trying to compete oh. with Starbucks at half the price. It's got to be a Big Mac or nothing, pal. They're coming up with a brand new Big Mac, I'm told. Yeah. It'd be a bigger Mac. <laughs> they already have. Hey, is Chris still there? I mean, I'm just, uh, you know, Mr. Fly on the Wall. I'm listening to you, Don. <laughs> I, I barely heard you speak since we began. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here fascinated uh, listening to you and, and um, appreciating uh, the fact that we haven't had you on the show for a while. So we've got lots to talk about. Oh, by the way, there is a person named Donald Gorski of Fond du Lac, and that's in, what, Wisconsin or something, whatever. He claims to be the world's greatest Big Mac eater. He has eaten 29,110 Big Macs. And he's still living? Yeah. He has eaten them 
Every day since 1972, he's only missed eight days. What's his waist size, I'm wondering? I have a picture of him here. He looks like he might be slightly heavy, but not that much. No, he looks fairly normal. He says he expects to eat his 30,000th Big Mac in May of 2018. Well, you know, it kind of reminds me of, of one of my, my friends the other day put a, a meme up on my Facebook page, and it's one of the innumerable protests now currently going on around the country. And there's a guy standing there with a sign, and actually it, it's quite funny. The meme says, me at a protest. And the sign says, I was told there would be cake. So <laughs> so if I, if I go to any of those, it's got to be cake or nothing. Okay, it, the new one is going to be called the Grand Mac. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like the new Coke. Remember they had the new Coke, and they totally redid the formula, and it went nowhere. So they came out with the old Coke called Coke Classic. So now they have a Big Mac, a Mac Jr., and a Grand Mac. Well, they used to have a McRib sandwich, and they were delicious. And Yeah, that was popular. kangaroo. Yeah, well, they, they don't have that anymore. I, I don't know why, but I think they should. No. They As somebody who eats yeah. salads from Wendy's, I don't know from such things. How about Carl's Jr.? Oh, they're great. Oh, yeah. Vicky loves the Carl's. only uh, the only natural, all natural uh, fast food hamburger besides in and out. Well, now there is California's secret weapon in and out. Oh, I don't like in and out. I went there once when they first came to the Scottsdale area. My son Grayson and I waited for like 45 minutes to be served. To me, it tasted like it was all lettuce with a tiny little burger. Oh, and they always ask, do you want fresh onions on that? Absolutely, please. And, oh, my Lord, are they good. Oh, In-N-Out burgers, you betcha. Yeah. They, they have control over the entire um, process of their beef, and they, they process it daily. They make their own fries. They're, it's the only place, if I have to have a fast food hamburger, if I'm on the road or something, that would be the my go-to place. Carl's Jr. and um, Hardee's have an all-natural burger now and that's very good no antibiotics no steroids grass-fed you know none of the um, additives that they stick into commercial beef and guess what they charge you two dollars more for them but seriously i did try one by the way i did try one at carl's jr just down the street from here and it was quite good we have another secret uh, spot here with a killer hamburger and I'm, you guys are probably familiar with it. Bob's Big Boy. Oh, my heaven, they have a secret sauce on that to die for. Let's get away from the hamburgers because that's when. All right. If you want to come to Arizona, Chris and I will buy you an all natural hamburger from Carl's Jr. How's that? Okay. Oh, uh, well, will it have chia on it? I don't know what it'll have on it. You know, whatever they give you. You get cheese, you get the usual stuff. I'm looking at a picture right now. So it's lettuce, tomato, cheese, hold the mayo. Well, on just one more note about sandwiches, okay, just one. 
A couple of months back, we were sitting around, Vicki and I were sitting around discussing what we wanted for dinner that night. And suddenly I had a thought that hit me. You guys know I'm from the East Coast, right? I'm from Pennsylvania. And I said, hey, sweetie, I got an idea. How would you like a Philly cheesesteak? And she said, I've I've had Philly cheesesteaks. And I said, where? She said, well, out here. You can go to any restaurant and get a Philly cheesesteak. Right. I said, but I lived I in Pennsylvania. Know I know what a Philly cheesesteak is. I said, I said, well, I'll tell you what, sweetie. I'm going down to the store and get the fixings. I went down, bought a two-pound uh, prime uh, rib uh, steak, brought it home along with some uh, hoagie-type rolls, some pump cheese, some huge white onions and green peppers. And I cooked her up a Philly cheese steak to die for. And look. I don't like the word to die for when it comes to talking about beef. Oh, this is good. But anyway, I said, there's one more secret ingredient. And she looked at this and she said, well, you got everything there. I said, no, I don't. And she said, what? I said some Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Now, that is a Pennsylvania party dinner, let me tell you what. So, I got a 12-pack of PBR, and boy, did we have a nice meal. (laughs) I even took pictures of it and put it on Facebook. Wow. Let me ask you a question here. Let's go back to our subject. Otherwise, this is going to become the food show, and people think they turned to the wrong station. And we don't want that. But let's move away from the grass-fed beef and the Philly cheesesteaks from Pennsylvania. And I know what they taste like. I've had them. And let's get back into our crazy subject here. But what do you think here? I know you don't like to talk about the old cases because it's like you're becoming a fossil. And we see where certainly Kevin Randall did a really good job with Roswell to look at it as a cold case. He's looking into Sicaro, New Mexico now. But doesn't it make sense here for some people to take these cases that so many people have used as linchpins of UFO reality, give them a second look, and if they don't hold up, set them aside, get rid of them. Otherwise, they're just never going to go away. Look, Gene, you've got a currently a generation of UFO quote-unquote researchers, okay, sitting in mom's basement with their laptop on the net okay that is their idea of doing ufo research and what are they researching all this stuff that was researched 20 30 40 and 50 years ago now are they researching or just rehashing they're regurgitating they're rehashing. as you say yeah yeah now that's with the, the point the point is if we're going to focus on these ancient cases well, what Look else at them in the sense of well, let's set them aside. Let's see if they still pass muster. And if they do, fine. And if they don't pass muster, set them aside and get on to something new. Aside. Gene, you're not, you, these people won't set them aside. This is all brand new to them, okay? To the, to the 20-somethings. This is all brand new information. They weren't around then. You know, you you look at some of these really stellar cases, okay? And we can go back to the 50s and the 60s 
some of those cases. I mean, the other day, I was going through my rather extensive still library, and I pulled out a book by Ivan Sanderson, okay? Now, Sanderson was a contemporary with people like Long, Long John Neville. He was a contemporary with people like John Keel. I knew Sanderson slightly in those days. But let me tell you now, before we go on, let's take a pause that refreshes. And then we'll get back with Pabst Blue Ribbon beer or something. And we'll be back in a moment with Don Ecker and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Paid non attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas, is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention, Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24 7. Call 800 261 That's 800 261 Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So then, Don Ecker, let's talk about Ivan T. Sanderson. I remember visiting his home a couple of times in the 60s. This this guy was a Brit, okay? He He was from Great Britain. He had been, during the Second World War, he had been a, uh, an intelligence officer. I mean, the guy was a major figure back in those days. But if you were to throw his name out there today, okay, and he was literally then one of the giants in the field, most people would look at you blankly and go, huh? 
So my, my point is the people today that consider themselves, and it's, it's really laughable for me to even say this, but on the cutting edge of current research, these people would be like saying, well, who was John Smith? I don't know. I mean, it's just, you know, the, the, the art of investigation has completely collapsed with the exception of a very few people like Chris O'Brien, okay, or even Kevin Randall that are going now out there in the field. Very few people are doing that. Now, but, very quickly here with Ivan T. Sanderson, one of the things that's unfortunate is he died fairly young. He was just past his 62nd birthday when he died in February of 1973 february 19th which is an interesting day see february 19th number one that's my son's birthday february 19th is batman's birthday you know i don't know if you knew that the character batman is supposedly born february 19th but he died on february 19th 1973 and this was a time when we had you know major ufo activity and everything and it would have been nice if he hung out for another 10 20 years Yeah, it would have been. But then, you know, Frank Edwards died on June 24th, 1967, if my memory serves me. And, uh, or was it 66? It was either 66 or 67. Now, what is June 24th known for? Kenneth Arnold. Kenneth Arnold's sighting, his infamous sighting above Mount Rainier. So, yeah, you you find these little uh, oddities that pop up, but... Hey, you know, uh, my original point being that today people like Sanderson, even to a great extent, John Neville, are no longer known or recognized by the people that that uh, claim to be current day ufologists. So, you know, the whole thing, look, I left the field active research I quit. And you guys, as a matter of fact, Gene, you, you interviewed me. In 2006, I left the field. You interviewed me in early 2007 about it. And, uh, you know, I, I looked what then was happening, and Vicki and I had completely gotten out of UFO magazine. I was totally disgusted with the direction that UFO magazine had taken little knowing then that the whole enterprise was about to collapse because the then publishers decided to take a year off. So one of them could write a novel even while still taking subscription money. And, uh, I mean, you know, I, I could see then, that the whole field of research was on its way out the window. This is 2007. That's 10 years ago. So theoretically here, you've, you're still obviously doing your radio show and everything, but you're not actively going out there checking cases. You're talking about them. So you, shall we say, are half retired from the field. Is that fair? Well, I'm not making a nickel on it. So I, you know, half retired is not even... Uh, an accurate depiction of what I'm doing. Uh, I enjoy having, you know, people on to discuss 
what they are doing, or in many cases, you know, we will often talk about personalities in the field or other things. But uh, I'll, I'll give you an example. Last week on the show, one name that was very prominent in uh, the UFO research arena that was very prominent 20 years ago popped up from uh, uh, the Bentwaters case. Okay, Larry Warren. And Larry Warren, uh, along with then Peter Robbins, okay, uh, was a a very well-known name about a very strange case that took place around Christmas of 1980 at a U.S. Air Force base in the U.K., in the United Kingdom, that housed nuclear weapons, all right? Now, almost at the beginning, when this case first became known, there was a tremendous about, uh, amount of controversy about uh, uh, Ben Waters. And some of the other then known, because they were still active duty, Air Force security police that were involved in that, there was a lot of controversy about whether Warren was there or not. Well, ultimately, Peter Robbins and Larry Warren wrote a book that was very well received called Left at Eastgate. However, today, it appears like a, a huge amount of Warren's testimony has been totally discredited. And Robbins, Peter Robbins, broke the uh, relationship as... Uh, in a very public manner, too, you should add. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, in a very public manner. Uh, now, things like that do nothing nothing to advance the field all right it's kind of like our old buddy phil imbrogno all right phil imbrogno who had been prominent going back all the way to uh the late 70s the early 80s writing books with the likes of j allen heineck who suddenly his entire uh public persona collapsed into a morass of lies and uh, deceit about all aspects of his so-called contribution to the field of UFO research, even to include a a fantasy military career. So, you know... He had the fantasy military career. He had the fantasy educational career. He pretended to have gone to MIT and even wore the T-shirt. Right. Got himself an official MIT t-shirt. And I remember this because you were on the Paracast at the time, and we had dealt with a skeptic who used to hang out in our forums, and he checked the fellow's educational credentials. And in that particular case, though, you know, once he was exposed, as far as I know, he pretty much went away. He hasn't been back. Whereas another character, a guy from Pennsylvania named Butch Witkowski, who claimed certain credentials to be a law enforcement officer and everything. And those credentials came crashing down and he just came back. 
as if nothing oh, happened. He's, still, he's, he's got his own radio show now. <laughs> he's still around. Hey, I've got his his rap sheet, okay, that I saved. I, I was contacted back then with Wachowski. I interviewed Wachowski. Yeah, we did too, I, sure. I interviewed him. And, uh, you know, the guy was claiming to be a, a former cop. And it was kind of a weird interview because it did not at the time strike me. Okay. Like I was talking to another cop, but I had a, I had a, uh, a private investigator contact me about Wachowski. Let's get into more of that in our next segment with Don Ecker and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Honey, what is that in your CPAP mask? Oh, that's just my mold collection. Oh, gross. And what is that? What, that bacteria colony right there? Yeah, cool, huh? Okay, CPAP users, admit it. You're not always as careful about cleaning your system as you should be. Unfortunately, a dirty mask and hose can make you sick. Respiratory infections, allergy attacks, and more. But now there's an easy way to protect yourself. SoClean.com has released the world's first and only automated CPAP cleaner and sanitizer. It kills 99.9% of CPAP germs in minutes. For a limited time, you can try it risk-free for 30 days. Just call 1-800-944-1065. SoClean is hands-free. Just pop in your mask, close the lid, and presto, your CPAP comes out clean and fresh in minutes. Don't let germs wreak havoc on your health. Call in the next 10 minutes for your risk-free trial. 1-800-944-1065. That's 1-800-944-1065. As a doctor, I see patients every day who are losing their vision to age-related macular degeneration, also known as AMD. If you have blurry vision or blind spots, they can be symptoms of AMD, and if untreated, could lead to blindness. The good news? AMD can be managed with effective clinically approved treatments that may reverse some vision loss. For free AMD information, contact the Foundation Fighting Blindness at 1-800-BLINDNESS. That's 1-800-BLINDNESS. There is a cure in sight. 
In a crisis, your number one need is food, but not just any food. Experts say everyone needs to have non-perishable, good for 25 years, survival food on hand in case of an emergency. Well, right now, in what is truly an unprecedented move, 72-hour survival food kits are being given away to listeners while supplies last. Survival food is more important today than ever before, explains Frank Bates, a spokesman for the company. Natural disasters, terrorist attacks, and other threats can make obtaining sufficient food impossible in an emergency. This 72-hour survival kit has 16 servings of delicious food rated for 25 years of storage. It sells to the general public for $27 plus shipping, and it's been rated 4.5 out of 5 stars by customers who paid full price. But listeners who act quickly can get it free, just cover $9.95 shipping. Go to FreeFood2.com right now. Supplies are limited, and the program may end at any time. Go to FreeFood2.com now. That's FreeFood2.com. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Okay, so let's pick up where we left off. Don Ecker talking about Butch Witkowski. He appeared on your show, and I guess some alarm bells went off there. Some things didn't hit you as right. You were contacted by a private investigator. What happened? Yes, back east in Pennsylvania. He said, you know, he said somehow he came across this guy. This investigator, as a matter of fact, I believe was a UFO aficionado. And uh, he said, you know, I did, I did some uh, checking on this guy because the thing... Jane and Chris that originally piqued my interest was before I ever even met Butch Wachowski, he was touting some of my research on human mutilations. And he claimed that he was investigating what he thought was a human mutilation back in Pennsylvania. And then he went off with some old files that another guy that ended up being a total phony with a another fantasy military background in uh, uh, Vietnam in the special forces, a guy by the name of uh, Bill English that went all the way back to the 80s with John Lear, who had a rather colorful a story about being part of a recovery effort looking for a B-52 that was knocked down during the Vietnam War. And uh, these guys came upon the site, and there were supposedly aliens there that had shot the 52 down, and they were packaging up human body parts and all kinds of crap. Okay, well, I had already helped 
another guy expose Bill English, and this is in the early 90s, okay? I had helped a, another British, he was, as a matter of fact, a British skeptic that exposed English's story. And the bottom line was that Wachowski was using all this stuff. Then the private dick sent me his criminal records. As a matter of fact, if I recall, Gene, I even had them uploaded to the Paracast at one point, didn't I? I believe they're probably there in the forums if you look it up. So we certainly would have that information. I'll check it as we continue. This has always been the problem in the UFO field. As a matter of fact, when I left, okay, when I left active research, I wrote a paper called my 20 years in the UFO fog. And my Lord, today it's my 30 years in the UFO fog. But I wrote a a document then, and that incidentally is also on the Paracast in the Dark Matters radio forum, I believe. But I stated that part of my discontent was that no matter how many times these clowns, these liars, these deceitful people that have attached themselves to the UFO field have been exposed, it never sticks. Now, you just mentioned Wachowski is back. He's got his own radio show. How many people know that this guy is a total clown and a fraud? Or people like Phil Imbrogno. And hey, look, sooner or later, I got no doubt Phil's going to pop back up. Okay? You know, it's been, what, seven years since he was exposed, Imbrogno. So I don't know. Maybe he feels he should just take up whatever he's going to take up somewhere else. Maybe, but maybe not. I mean, hey, never say never, you know? He was a guest on on a radio show a couple months back. So he has kind of stuck his head up. You have other people that, I mean, go back a long time ago. I mean, today, my Lord, today, there is still a healthy minority of people out on the web that think that Milton William Cooper, a.k.a. Bill Cooper, was a leading light in exposing the secret government, not knowing or not caring what a checkered past he had. So, you know, that's another aspect of UFOs that I just threw my hands up and and I said to myself, why even bother? It's interesting here about bringing back relics from the past. There are still people out there who will maintain rather emotionally that George Adamski was the real deal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Adamski and, and there are others, uh, Berthune or, or Truman Berthune, is that what it was? Truman I mean, Bethram. Bethram. Truman we're, Bethram. We're talking, about, we're talking about almost 60 years ago, or maybe it is 60 years ago, that uh, these guys were, quote unquote, leading lights then of the contactee movement. For a long time, it became the tail that wagged the dog was the uh, the uh, abduction phenomenon. Uh, this field goes through cycles, and both you guys have been around more than long enough to see this happening again and again. 
Well, this is so unfortunate here. You know, you have stories that were discredited, completely discredited, and they come back. You have personalities who, for whatever reason, were totally discredited, and they kind of disappear until things die down, and they come back again. And that's really highly unfortunate, and it's worse than just resurrecting old cases, because sometimes they resurrect old cases that were exposed. And this is why we're kind of just stuck in the past. And that's why I said earlier in the episode, if we're going to deal with old cases, it should be to update them and see if they still pass muster. And if they don't, get rid of them, go on. I mean, there are people today who are going to tell us the Roswell slides were the real deal. Oh, sure. Well, you know, but, but here's my question to you guys. Go on to where? Okay, go on to where who is out there today conducting or attempting to conduct cutting edge research? Who is out there today that uh, is is tracking down cases, witnesses, incidents? I mean, Chris, you know yourself when you and I first had contact with each other. And correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm misremembering it, but it dealt with the animal mutilation thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, geez, Don, that goes back way, 20 years probably. Over 20 years. Yeah, over 20 years at this point, yeah. Back and, when I was uh, slightly wet behind the ears and <laughs> not, not as curmudgeonly and, uh, and grizzled as I am today. Well, yeah, and my point is it's still happening you know, now and again, it's been one of those things that, in fact, never seem to cease. And the bottom line is, who out there is tracking this down today? Let's track down some more stuff in our next segment with Don Ecker and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Are you looking to become more self-sufficient? Then you need to have your own energy source. The Solark EMP hardened generator is automatic, maintenance-free, and reduces your monthly electric bill. You can also take it off-grid when you go camping. Contact PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 today. Portable Solar LLC gives you everything you need to start using solar energy in less than one hour. Solark EMP hardened solar generator energy insurance for your family or business. Call Portable Solar LLC today. What would your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall? There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. 
Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and phytonutrients so, so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools to heal itself. Heart and body extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-340-5528. That's 800-340-5528. Again, 800-340-5528. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. We've got some questions from listeners. We'll ask Don Ecker a little bit later. But you posed an interesting question, Don, in our previous segment. But I think what we're trying to do more and more here on the Paracast is to try to focus more on recent cases. That's my question. What recent cases? Okay. Who is out there bringing these recent cases to light? Who's tracking them down? Who are today's uh, Chris O'Brien or Don Ecker or Gene Steinberg or, or Kevin Randall or Stanton Friedman? Okay. Hell, even John Lear. Okay. At one point. Now, I think we can all agree 
that over the years, John jumped the tracks in a number of areas. But, you know, there was a time back in the 80s when he was pointing a light at some very unsettling things. And today, that's that's just not the case, guys. Well, we do have, uh, at least in the animal death realm, we do have some some folks that are still out there in attempting to get to the bottom of it. Uh, Chuck Zukowski uh, is based out of, I think, Colorado Springs. Margie Kay uh, is based out of uh, Missouri. Uh, the problem is they've already figured out what it is, uh, what the agenda is, and they're running around uh, attempting to, you know, in, in very similar to Linda Howe, to uncover data that supports their conclusion that aliens are coming and gathering uh, body parts for genetic experiments. And as a matter of fact, with Zukowski, some writer, a, a pretty well-known writer, uh, took up his uh, work and uh, his theory that most, and if not all, UFO sightings and secret underground bases and a- animal mutilations occur on the 37th latitude line in North America, which is the most ludicrous <laughs> thing I've ever heard. In fact, when I, I was talking to a, a fellow researcher friend of mine, David Perkins, about uh, Zakowski's claim in this New York Times bestselling book, that's not even laughable. It's so ridiculous. I said, you know, what about the cases that happened in Patagonia? I said to, to Perkins, just pulling a, you know, a place that's about as far from the 37th latitude as you can get. Not not ever hearing about any cases in Patagonia. But he said, yeah, what what about that? And then come to come to hear two two weeks later, 40 cases had been reported right around the time I said that to Perkins in Patagonia. <laughs> So it's one of those weird things of life uh, imitating, uh, you know, just coincidental, you know, comments. Uh, the first cases ever from the tip of South America being reported. And, of course, oh, yeah, all, all mutilations occur on the 37th parallel. All mutilations are found on their left side. Check that one out. So we have people that are out there. This is my point. We have people that are out there, but they are not objective. They are uh, prejudging. Uh, the the phenomenon, they've had they've got it all figured out in their mind, and they're looking for data to support their conclusion, and that is called intellectual dishonesty, as far as I'm concerned. Well, you know, at the beginning of this show, we started talking about some off the wall things. I was telling you about uh, this hard drive that I recently purchased that died on me, and uh, while I am sitting here waiting for this new drive to reach me. I was going through a bunch of my files for, well, God only knows what reason. But I was going through them, and I came across a document that I had grabbed a number of years ago that I kept. And it had to do with Richard Dolan, okay? Now, Dolan, you know, his first book that he wrote, which I reviewed then for UFO magazine, and I found it to be an an extraordinarily good book. I really liked it, UFOs in the National Security State, his first book, all right? Now, today you can maybe argue the merits of this or not, but The reason I grabbed this file, this document that I just stumbled across the other day, was Dolan talking about the reptilian aliens. 
okay, in, in some talk that he gave. Now, reptilian aliens. You see, one of the reasons that I've never been well-received, myself well-received, with a lot of people in the UFO field, was because of my propensity for telling the truth as I saw it. Now, reptilian aliens would presuppose that we already know that aliens are coming here, right? Right. And that we have already separated these so-called travelers into various groups, one of them being reptilians. Now, that's where I just slam the brakes on. Yeah, we know something is happening, but do we know beyond any doubt? Do you and I, uh, the three of us, for example, know that extraterrestrials from another star system are coming here? Well, bottom line is no. Not only no, but hell no. We know that something is happening Maybe somewhere in the bowels of government, they know that aliens, ETs, are coming here. But you and I don't. We have nothing that could support that if we had to go, to, if we had to go into court, a court of law, raise our hand and swear to tell the truth, and then shoot off about the aliens that are coming here. We don't know what that is. And that's another huge problem with the UFO field. People work on the assumption that they're already here. I want to believe we all will remember the X-Files and the poster that Agent Mulder had on his wall in his office with a picture of a Billy Meyer UFO and the words, I want to believe, written on it. And that is a stumbling block that we have fallen over time and time and time and time again. The fact is, we don't know. And uh, I'm not shy about saying that. And as a result, uh, radio shows, lectures, and so forth have been exceedingly rare in my life in recent years because people don't like me to come in and, and tell them what, what I have discovered or what I failed to discover in all the years that I've been doing this, this research. Well, I think if we give up making assumptions, we might get a little bit further. But remember also, even the X-Files mythology has changed remember they brought back the series for six episodes and i suppose they're going to do some more in the future and they decided that it wasn't the alien conspiracy it was our government using alien technology instead right which would presuppose that at least at one point aliens did come here and left technology behind right so we're still talking about aliens. Uh, maybe in their mythology of that program, that television show, they are talking about past visits. Or well, they maintain in the new mythology that aliens did crash at Roswell. We took their technology, and the rest of the conspiracy all emerges from our own government. 
and God only knows what is actually happening. Uh, that's, that's been one of the bugaboos of this whole thing ever since. You've got a lot of people out there that are just simply going on the assumption that, hey, they're here. How can anybody deny it? And you well, know what? The problem with that is, of course, they don't do any research. They just collect cases, and we get nowhere. We're going to get somewhere in a moment with Don Ecker and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> For listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features, and most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, There's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Have you ever wanted a shortcut to getting the underground secrets to making money online and seriously grow your business? Whether it's a new business, a part-time income, or an existing business, you have this incredible limited offer to get a copy of this Amazon best-selling book on dot-com success for free. Uncover the success factors to make your business ignite. Go to secretsignite.com. That's secretsignite.com. Get your free copy now. Go to secretsignite.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson, Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas, is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. All right, guys, we're ready for our four-season sunroom, and Daddy's going to get a rec room with refreshments. Oh, no, we'll be sleeping under the stars. Mom, what about the one with, you know, the fun? Nice try, little bro. It's a gym, my gym. Hey, Grandma's getting her four seasons garden room, weather tight and still like being outdoors. Maybe a living room. Oh, no, wait, a family hub. Yeah. Yeah. 
No matter what the budget, the season, or the climate, Four Seasons Sunrooms let you and your family enjoy the outdoors inside. Call now to hear more about these great offers from the premier manufacturer of sunrooms since 1975. More reasons for Four Seasons now. To find out more, call toll free 800-848-6333. That's 800-848-6333. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Hello, this is Rosemary Ellen Guiley, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. You notice Chris is sounding more and more robotic. What's going on with that, Chris? Uh, I don't know. I just my voice has sounded weird since I've had that nasty crud I've been battling. Well, I hope there's less crud there now. Chris, we're talking about crud too in a different way. But this is true with so many of the UFO organizations now. Not that people are unable to do real research. So, for example, just a couple of weeks ago, I thought we had really good guests here, and one of them was Robert Powell who's like the lead investigator for MUFON, director of research and head of the Science Review Board. And he seems to have a pretty level-headed approach to it. He has looked at newer cases, O'Hare, Stephenville, Texas, that sort of thing. He's not stuck in the past. There are exceptions. Well, okay, I haven't come across him. I've never spoken to him. Uh, but that's that's certainly no criteria to judge it on. Like I said uh, innumerable times, uh, this is not something that I am really pursuing at this point. I have no interest in in getting back out into the field. For what what reason, for example? Why why would I even bother? The one thing that this field has always lacked, always is money to pursue the research. Anybody that has ever done this will tell you, and you guys especially will tell the audience, the bottom line is, yeah, yeah, I've been a UFO researcher, and uh, most of the money financing it came out of my own pocket because there, <laughs> how many you know philanthropists are going to say, well, Oh, you're studying UFOs. Oh, well, how much do you need to go out and research this case? Oh, 10 grand? Sure, here it is. That just doesn't happen. In a perfect world. <laughs> well, you know, right there, Chris, you're, you've been working on this camera project, right? Uh, oh, geez. Six years, seven years now, yeah. Right, right. And uh, how have you managed to finance what you've done up to this point? 
Well, it's been a combination of a benefactor, um, Orange County MUFON kicked in a few hundred bucks, and then it's been out, all out of pocket. Exactly, exactly. And until, you know, we, we come down to uh, uh, another Robert Bigelow without being Robert Bigelow, okay, that's exactly how it's going to stay. You know, here, here's a case of a guy that, my heaven, if he wanted, okay, to make a positive impact, he could do it now. He could do it this afternoon. But look at his MO, his modus operandi. For a while, okay, he was going to finance out of out of his corporation, he was going to finance MUFON and was it QFOS? There were there were three organizations that were all going to come together and under the auspices of Bob Bigelow's umbrella, okay, he was going to be the sugar daddy to make this happen. And it went on for a short while and then he pulled the plug on it. Kind of like his uh, scientific research group that was at the Skinwalker Ranch. It ran for a while. He kept all the information to himself. We have no idea what actually happened or didn't happen down there because it's all proprietary. You know, part of the problem with MUFON and Bigelow was the fact that he apparently wanted control. That's one thing. Uh, supposedly there were also other issues such as having them complete the work in a timely fashion. In other words, asking MUFON to investigate rather than collect. And I guess they fell down on the job. Sure, sure, sure. Because that that's another reason, okay, that this field goes nowhere. Who out there today actually knows, and I'm talking about knows, how to conduct an actual investigation like a criminologist would conduct, like I did back in the day, all right? How many people actually know how to do that? Darn few, if any. Would you agree? What bothers me so much is the fact that they collect sightings and they go out there and they interview people, and MUFON has this form that I guess they use, and they don't ask questions about the witness. It's always about the event. It's an event-driven investigation. Let's look into the person who had the experience. What's their background? Have they seen anything else? Did anything happen to them before the sighting, after the sighting, other members of the family? What? Nothing about the witness. It's all about the event, which is like doing half an investigation. We had a guy years ago at UFO Magazine who went through a friend of mine, a TV producer, Russ Estes, that's a name you guys may may recall, yep. uh, gave him a Polaroid photograph. Now, this guy claimed that he was sitting at home out near uh, Zizix Road. Do you guys, are you familiar with that? Zizix Road? It's on the 14 or 15, on the way to Las Vegas from California. Well, at any rate, this is where he lived. It's literally out in the middle of nowhere. 
And the story he told Russ to give to us was that one night he was sitting in his living room watching TV and he felt somebody staring at him and he turned around and right outside his living room window, a gray alien was standing there looking in the living room. And it just so happened he had a Polaroid camera there. He grabbed the camera and snapped a picture. Here's my picture. Now, I look at that. Now, I got to tell you, the skeptical hair on my neck immediately shot up. So I told Russ, I said, look, we're not going to do anything with this until I talk to this guy. Well, you know what? The guy didn't want to talk to me. And I did a little investigation about this guy. And then Vicky discovered we had a, uh, a magazine that somebody had sent us, not UFO magazine, but it was actually from an oil corporation magazine. And inside the cover was an ad for something. And lo and behold, they were using the, the classic gray figure of a gray alien. And it was exactly the same alien in this photograph. You had this jerk, okay, trying to pawn off on us a phony picture to see if he could get it in UFO magazine. And that's the kind of stuff that went on all the time. Now, if it would have been Tim Beckley's magazine, <laughs> Tim might very well have run that photograph, okay? But, but uh, we didn't, so I, I did everything I could do to shame this guy. And the bottom line was, you know, you've got to be on your toes all the time, but you've got to know how to investigate it. A lot of people would have accepted that photograph on its face value. Now, what, what does that say about the field? Well, it says that there are, and very, very, very seldom, if ever, there were any professional standards to follow. Well, the other thing that bothers me so much is there's so little coordination. So National UFO Reporting Center has a database. MUFON has a database. But now talk to the people who work with both organizations and run them about taking these databases and merging them. All right? Making the information available to everyone. Professional jealousy. It's not going to happen. Of course. But you see, that's why we get nowhere. This yeah, well, field that, takes that, us nowhere. A- Let me do this, and then we'll continue with the final four segments with Don Ecker. We'd like you to listen to our other radio show after the Paracast, and the way to do that is to join the Paracast Plus. Go to plus dot theparacast.com plus dot theparacast.com for after the Paracast, the commercial-free version of the Paracast, and other goodies. And subscriptions start at just $1.49 a week, which is probably less than half the price of a coffee at Starbucks. Don't know about the price of coffee at McDonald's, but there you go. With Gene, Chris, and Don Ecker, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast 
things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast Jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.thepowercast.com, store.thepowercast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.thepowercast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Taking turmeric is good, but there's a problem with it. The active ingredient in turmeric, known as curcumin, is poorly absorbed into the cells due to its large particle size. But now, One Planet Nutrition has the answer for this powerful anti-inflammatory. Nanocurcumin, a nanoparticle curcumin which absorbs over 40 times better into your bloodstream. Discover more health benefits of nanocurcumin and nanocurcumin plus now on sale at OnePlanetNutrition.com. Use promo code GCN for your special discount at OnePlanetNutrition.com. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So, shall we continue, Don Ecker? Absolutely. Now, just to bring up nothing here, I was looking at the latest newsletter from MUFON, February issue. And just to bring things into perspective... MUFON now not just sells a print magazine, they do have a digital version of it, which is cheaper. So if you want to become a MUFON member, it's less money. So we have some sort of press account with them. So I do have access to all or most of their recent issues. So let's start with that. So once again, this is the current issue, February 2017. Cover story, is the Earth being seeded with DNA-filled metallic spheres from space? Now, on the surface, this may seem like a story not for a MUFON journal, but for the National Enquirer, but does appear to be a serious story that has been researched. Let's go from there. Well, okay, before the uh, we had to go to break the last segment, I, I was beginning to say, uh, now I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it. I find it humorous, okay, if not ludicrous. All right, first humorous, then ludicrous. That MUFON continues to say they are the only scientific organization. Now, Out here in sunny Southern California, 
All right. I've gone, uh, have been invited to L.A. MUFON on a couple of occasions to go in and give a presentation. And generally, it dealt with the lunar research that I've been involved with over the years. But back in the early 90s, when my wife, Vicki, and I were still publishing UFO Magazine, one of the hallmarks that kind of set us apart from the rest of the crowd was our willingness to do exposés, okay, on charlatans that were making a splash or attempting to make a splash in the field. And one of the guys that I had personally encountered initially thought he was the real deal was a guy by the name of Guy Kirkwood. All right. He had a number of other names that he had used over the years, but part of his shtick was that he had been billing himself as a former Air Force interceptor pilot back in the early to mid-1950s. And part of his story was that he had been part of a squadron tasked to fly up to intercept UFOs, unidentified flying objects, and photograph them. And the guy had one heck of a story, okay, was charming, was friendly. And I first met him at a conference down around San, San Diego, and somebody introduced me to him, and we hit it off, and I spent a little time chatting with him. I had, a, had a, uh, an idea, hey, guy, would love to interview you for UFO Magazine. Oh, yeah, sure, great. I said, fantastic. Now, look, the only thing that I would request of you before I do the interview is simply to show me a copy of your DD-214. All right, your uh, military separation documents. Oh, okay, sure. I'll, I'll have to dig them out. But yeah, okay, great. Well, that was the last I heard from him for over a year. And suddenly... I see him on one of those then innumerable TV shows on, on commercial television where I think it was Linda Howe brought Kirkwood on the air. Well, suddenly the phone lines at UFO magazine just started to light up like a Christmas tree with all of these people, you know, calling up, this guy's a fraud, this guy's a charlatan. Oh, really? So, why? What makes him a fraud or a charlatan? Well, back in the 60s, he was pulling this UFO scam, blah, blah. And uh, as a matter of fact, even John Keel wrote about him in his book, Disneyland of the Gods. So, I had a copy of Disneyland of the Gods, pulled it out, read it. Oh, yeah, there's Guy Kirkwood's name. And he had been pulling a scam back in the 60s with some guy down in Central America. It's a long story, and I'm not going to go into it here. But needless to say, I said, okay, well, Guy didn't want to come up here with his DD-214, so I'm going to go ahead and conduct research anyway. So 
you may remember back in those days, a congressman here in, in Southern California by the name of Bob Dornan. All right. B1 Bomber Bob. Do you remember that guy's name? I do. Okay. So as it turned out, Dornan's brother had been a look magazine photographer who had a rather amazing encounter with our old buddy guy Kirkwood back in the 60s. So I called Dornan's brother up, and Vicky and I went and met him for lunch downtown here in Los Angeles one afternoon. I spent about four and a half hours with him. His name was Don Dornan. And not only did he give me the lowdown on this guy, but he brought along a bunch of photographs that he had taken when he was examining that case himself in the 60s. Even Look Magazine was going to write this guy up. Well, he discovered that it was all a fraud. Well, I ended up doing an extensive expose in UFO Magazine, but I'm the kind of guy that's not going to stick you in the back, metaphorically speaking. If I'm going to stick you, you're going to be looking at me. So I called up Kirkwood, and I said, Guy, you never got back to me with your DD-214, but I'm writing an expose on you. And if you want to stop over at the office, I'll show you what I'm going to run ahead of time. And if you bring me your DD-214, I won't do it. Well, he came out. I handed him what I, was, what I was running in the magazine. He read the whole thing, simply crapped out, handed it back, walked out the door, and was gone. Okay, we ran the article. So, with that being said, about two years later at the magazine... Somebody called us up and said, uh, did you see who they're having come out and give a presentation at L.A. MUFON? And I said, no, who? Guy Kirkwood. And I said, what? Everybody by that time knew that Guy Kirkwood was a total phony. A nice guy, a nice phony, but a phony. So the guy that was in charge of L.A. MUFON then was Don Waldrop. So I got on the phone, and I called Waldrop up, and I said, Don, what are you guys doing? A lot of Dons there, Don Ecker, Don Dornan, now Don Waldrop. And I said, you guys at MUFON know this guy's a total phony? You know what he told me? And this was another reason that ultimately I had it with MUFON. Well, we're more interested in getting a big crowd in there who are going to be paying their 10 bucks a ticket or whatever it was. And this guy draws, you know, draws the audience in. That is not the first or last example of MUFON putting people on the stage because they attract a crowd. We've got more to come with Don Ecker and Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Neighbors, 
I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Hello, Belly Flattening Helpline. Hi, is this the number for the free trial of that Belly Flattening Breakthrough Soma Biotics? It is. We're giving away free trials to anyone, male or female, who's over 18 and wants to flatten their belly fast. I heard that Soma Biotics is so effective, it can actually cleanse pounds of sludge from your belly. Is that true? Sure is. Soma Biotics is scientifically formulated with natural ingredients to flatten bloated bellies fast by cleansing pounds of rotting food and toxic sludge from your body. It even combats periodic heartburn and acid reflux, so you'll look and feel great. If your belly flattening results are too dramatic, simply reduce use to every other day. Wow, I'm glad I called. If you're over 18 and want to flatten your belly fast, call now for a free trial of Soma Biotics. 1-800-957-5396. But hurry, call now for details while they're still giving these trials away for free. 1-800-957-5396. If lines are busy, try again. That's 1-800-957-5396. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. You ever wonder what happened to America? They lost. We won. Want to see what Trump's up against? Revelation, the movie.info. Because of what we did on this day, change has come to America. The nation has been hijacked by international forces bent on global governance. When I was a boy, it was okay to be proud of the flag, heritage, mom, and apple pie. God was in school, morality had a future, and beef was for supper. Revelation, dawn of global government. We're the solution, Americans. Ain't nothing more to it than that. Starring Alex Jones, Charlie Daniels, and Special Ops General Jerry Boykin. Theatrical screenings on demand. DVDs now available. Want to shed some tears over the red, white, and blue? Americans need to see this film. Revelation, the movie.info. Let's fix it. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937.
We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. We have a couple of questions from listeners, by the way, that Chris will bring up in a moment. But I want to mention something here. There was another organization, Missouri MUFON, that was going to bring on that character whose name shall not be mentioned, who's the American representative of, of course, the one-armed UFO contactee, okay, Billy Meyer. And we heard of this, and one of the people associated with that organization, Margie Kay, had been on the Paracast. And I said to her, what do you think you're doing? (laughs) Well, a few weeks later, he was disinvited. They didn't disinvite anybody that draws a crowd out here in L.A. So now move on. Waldrop left and he moved from California back. I believe he went to Florida. And then they had some other people take over the MUFON group here. Now, I knew uh, and still do the people who always did the audio visual for L.A. MUFON. And they had somebody else that came in then. And uh, whatever caused this, after many, many years of being the audio-visual wizards, and they were wizards for L.A. MUFON, they all ended up leaving. They had some kind of huge falling out. Now, hey, that can happen with any organization, any group. I mean, you have internal politics, you have people for whatever reason that don't get along with each other, and sometimes these people will pick up their marbles and go home. But, you know, when they knowingly will bring in a phony, a fraud, a liar, and basically treat this individual before their audiences like this individual has something worth saying or saying something that's worth hearing, then you got to look at the overall organization. And I got to tell you, it's been many years since I've considered MUFON a legitimate UFO investigating organization. But is there any legitimate UFO investigating organization? Seems most we hear about it just citing collectors. Uh, there might be, Gene, Chris, there might be, but I got to tell you, if there is, I have not encountered them. So as far as, as I know, the answer is no, but I leave the door open a little bit on the off chance there might actually be one out there. But like I said, I've never encountered them. Chris, we have some questions from our audience for Don Ecker. Can you fish a few up? Sure, indeed we do. Uh, here's a good one, uh, and this is something that I heard. I, I remember hearing this years ago, Don, but uh, Nix, who is our latest member to sign up at forum.theparacast.com, where our signups and uh, forum members can post questions for our guests. And Mr. Nix, who signed up yesterday, or Ms. Nix, um, is asking, is it true that early cosmonauts carried handguns? 
Well, I don't know about cosmonauts because they were Soviet Union spacefaring guys, but American astronauts did when they first went to the moon. As a matter of fact, I originally broke that story in the midst of my lunar research. Somebody told me that I was astounded when I heard that going to the moon carrying they were carrying 45 caliber automatic pistols and uh so uh vicky and i called nasa up and we spoke to their uh public relations person and this has been a long time ago but uh they as a matter of fact admitted that yes uh they did carry weapons to the moon uh but their excuse was they carried weapons because in the event that when the, when the uh, space missions, the astronauts came back, okay, to planet Earth, in the event that uh, they came down in some wild, woolly place, like in a jungle in Africa or something, they would have a means to defend themselves. Now, I got to tell you, when I heard that, one word went off in my head, and it was colorful expletive, okay? And I looked at the explanations, and I said, but wait a minute. The lunar explorers always come back to the ocean because we don't have a way to soft lands our spacecraft. And remember now, we're talking about the, the Apollo missions on terra firma, on ground. They always came back in the Atlantic Ocean. They landed in water. As a matter of fact, they'd move a whole naval fleet out there to make sure that they had all this water covered so they could immediately pick up the astronauts. So... What was the actual reason that they carried weapons to the moon? Well, you're going to have to make up your own mind about that. But yes, they did. More questions, Chris? This one comes from Walter Bosley, who's a fellow uh, L.A. area researcher and author. After all the years you've studied and investigated UFO cases, which one is your favorite? Well, Don't I... say Roswell. <laughs> I have always, when I was conducting a lot of active research, the cases that always thrilled me, the ones that I really jumped into with gusto, were cases that happened in Earth space and near Earth space. Uh, I was involved in a number of, of uh, investigations uh, and I may sound like a broken record when I say this, but one of my favorite cases involved the STS-48 shuttle mission that I broke originally on NBC and then CNN. Okay, it was an astounding case where a space shuttle above Australia, New Zealand encountered an unknown object, a UFO, and then subsequently what seemed to be a weapon shooting at this thing, and this thing 
taking drastic evasive maneuvers. That's one case. The other case was, and it's going to sound like, like I'm trumpeting my own horn, but another case that absolutely fascinated me was a case that NASA and uh, the Soviet uh, agency Glav Cosmos took together uh, a mission that was they were both involved in going to Mars with a probe called Phobos 2. Let's talk about that probe. And more in our next segment with Gene and Chris. You're in the Pericast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. ProPure water filters, making water great again. Taste and feel the difference with state-of-the-art filter technology. Pro1 G2.0 and ProMax filters are independent lab-tested to NSF standards. Choose from gravity, countertop, pitcher, shower, and inline filtration products. There's a ProPure for you. Buy risk-free today. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. Why be held hostage by your wireless carrier for two years? What if there were no contracts, no activation fees, no tracking, tracing, or draconian gimmicks, all on America's largest 4G LTE networks? Introducing PixWireless.com. Activate your Sprint, AT&T, and unlock GSM phones instantly. Bring your own device and make the switch today. Here's how. Call or click 1-866-205-9513 or PixWireless.com, spelled P-I-X, PixWireless.com. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Calben Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com. 
and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-615-7709. That's 800-615-7709. 800-615-7709. Hi, it's Grant Cameron from PresidentialUFO.com. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. The Probe, Phobos 2, the guest, Don Ecker. Yeah, this was a, was a space mission that NASA and Glab Cosmos took jointly uh, and it was not known at the time that this happened all right that nasa was a part of this mission but the russians sent two probes up one disappeared entirely a little over a month after these two probes took off both of them joint missions with nasa and the other one got to mars then photographed an absolutely According to the Russians, an enormous cigar-shaped object right before their probe was rammed and subsequently destroyed. Now, those, to me, represented the kind that, along with STS-48, represented what, in fact, might be a sign of an extraterrestrial intelligence or sentient beings were they actually well i have no way of absolutely knowing but that's my suspicion so if anybody were to ask me my favorite cases that would be it let me ask kind of a different question here before we go on Don, is there a case out there that you once touted, championed, felt really was important, significant, that later on maybe it didn't turn out to be what you thought it would be? Well, initially, when I, when I first became involved, one of the early researchers that I was in touch with, and this was, as a matter of fact, even before even before UFO magazine, I was uh, a part of the old Paranet computer system. And along about eh, 1986-1987, television news broadcaster George Knapp had a uh, what ended up being a couple of specials where he touted a uh, incognito 
Area 51, quote-unquote, scientist, all right, on his special, his TV special. And it turned out to be the infamous Bob Lazar case. Now, John Lear, as a matter of fact, wrote up a paper where he touted the fact about Lazar and Lazar working on something called Excalibur, or Lazar brought this thing to the forefront, Excalibur, which was purported to be a ground-penetrating missile that the U.S. government was developing to take out underground extraterrestrial bases. Okay? Now, did I believe that on the face? No. But this information was, at the time, so astounding that I gave some credence to it. And, of course, as soon as uh, I, I got my feet a bit more grounded and applied my uh, detective hat into the, the mix, I came to the decision that a lot of this was simply crap. Now, I'm not saying that I think that Bob Lazar was necessarily crap. I still think there's a great untold story there. But a lot of what Lear was touting in his original writings, I came to the conclusion pretty quickly that it was garbage. But you think some of what he had to say was true. I've always been kind of negative towards him. Are you talking about Lazar? Yeah. Ah, look. I am not, and I've, I've said this for years, okay? Uh, I've relegated the whole Lazar thing to my gray basket for only a couple of reasons that I have not been willing to dismiss the whole thing. And I've also repeated this on the Paracast in the past. Number one, when George Knapp first broke that story. I think all of us here will agree that Knapp is a good reporter. And Knapp, as he told me privately, okay, in the past, Knapp, before he ever did anything with the whole Lazar story, had in years past talked to a number of former people that worked out at what Knapp referred to as the site, Area 51. So when Lazar came forward, Knapp had a series of questions that he asked Lazar. Like, for example, and I'm, I'm pulling these from memory, but where was the, uh, the cafeteria located? Okay. And once you're at the cafeteria, how do you get to the, the uh, bathroom? There's a bathroom there, right? And uh, what were the color of the walls in there? In other words, Knapp was utilizing uh, some tricks or techniques to find out if Lazar could pass those tests. And according to Knapp, yeah, he did. Okay. Then the other thing that always stuck with me was the fact that Lazar took Lear and several other people, including his then buddy, Gene Huff, out to the uh, uh, black mailbox area where they could witness some of these exotic, whatever they are, flying around the mountains. 
and they even recorded it on a camcorder. This was right before Lazar and, and Huff got caught. All right. So that, to me, convinced me that, yeah, Lazar had some kind of information that uh, he was able to take these people out and show them. Now, does that necessarily mean that he worked at S-4 on recovered extraterrestrial spaceships? No, that doesn't prove that. But what it does prove is that he had information that if he were a total fraud, he wouldn't have had. So, like I said, in my gray basket. And it's possible the other stuff colored or was meant to deflect from the sources from which he got the information. Well, I work there. That sort of thing. Just suggesting. Hey, anything is possible. Now, here's the other unfortunate truth. Truth, okay? The fact of the matter is, hey, pal, we'll never know. That's always encouraging. That's about the UFO field in general. Chris, some more questions? Sure. Okay, this one comes from Matthew, 1977. He's been a member of the Paracast for two years, and he's wondering, what are the sources of the best evidence that alien bases are on the moon? And before you go on, Don, we have about a minute for this segment, then we'll continue in the next segment. Go on, please. Okay. Uh, I conducted research into that going back to 1991. Now, do I have a secret government insider that uh, gave me information on this? No. Do I have a, uh, a, a series of photographs from NASA that were procured through public sources? Yes. And did I go through these with a fine-tooth comb along with some help? Absolutely. And was I convinced that I saw things that could only be artificial? I was. I did. And yes, I am convinced they're artificial. Now, with that being said, if I am correct, what does that mean? Let's find out in our next segment. With Don Ecker, Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. Listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast Jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great t-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children. 
stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. If you go to store.theparacast.com, stop by and take a shopping tour. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Taking turmeric is good, but there's a problem with it. The active ingredient in turmeric, known as curcumin, is poorly absorbed into the cells due to its large particle size. But now, One Planet Nutrition has the answer for this powerful anti-inflammatory. Nanocurcumin, a nanoparticle curcumin which absorbs over 40 times better into your bloodstream. Discover more health benefits of nanocurcumin and nanocurcumin plus now on sale at OnePlanetNutrition.com. Use promo code GCN for your special discount at OnePlanetNutrition.com. cell phones against our heads every day. But now, a landmark U.S. government study confirms increased health risks from exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The time to protect yourself is now. The solution is Defender Shield. Proudly made in the USA, Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation emitted from cell phones, tablets, and laptops. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. Use discount code DEFENDER for 10% off. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in EMF radiation protection. Dangerous blood clot device alert. If you or a loved one had an IVC filter placed to prevent blood clots from traveling to your heart or lungs and suffered an injury, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA warns that IVC filters may cause serious complications, such as heart or lung damage, internal bleeding, and even death. These dangerous blood clot devices can break and the metal fragments can travel to your heart or lungs causing serious injuries. If you or a loved one suffered organ damage or other injuries from an IVC filter, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-478-1507. 800-478-1507. 800-478-1507. This is an advertisement. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. InjuryHelpDesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. Lifetime Graze 100% grass-fed beef has the health benefits you seek. When compared to conventional beef, it offers good fats while virtually eliminating the bad. That's the result of cattle who never eat grain, ever. Rich in antioxidants, including vitamin E, C, beta-carotene, and CLA. No artificial hormones, antibiotics, or other drugs. For all our fresh, non-cooked products with only 100% grass-fed beef, go to MidasResources.com. Use voucher code GCN to get 30% off your order. MidasResources.com or find us on Facebook. This is Micah Hanks of the Gray Alien Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So put it all together, Don Ecker. What does all this mean? With that being said from the last segment, what that means to me is that at some point in the past, or perhaps today, I am 85% convinced that there was and 
maybe still is an operating outpost on the far side of the moon. I think that at some point there were somebody that was utilizing a base on the moon. Now, does that necessarily mean extraterrestrials? No, there are other possibilities. If you go with the assumption that I'm correct about artificial structures being on the moon, we cannot even agree today on who murdered President John F. Kennedy. That's almost as contentious a topic as talking about what the last election was. You'll get a thousand different opinions. Now, that was a relatively short time ago, 1963. With that being said, when did humanity first appear on planet Earth? That's another topic that no one can agree on. However, we do know that human beings have been here on planet Earth a long time. And roughly 10 to 12,000 years ago, we underwent a cataclysmic climatic event that caused the ice sheets that was covering then most of North America to suddenly disappear, which raised the level of the oceans several hundred feet. In other words, areas that previously had been dry land are now hundreds of feet or more under the ocean surface. When that happened, there were people here. Those people were displaced or perhaps died as a result of that climatic event. Now, how advanced were they? Well, depending upon who you talk to, you can get into a discussion that human beings back then, at least some of them, might have been very far along being advanced technologically. If you ever heard about or could get a copy of a book by Michael Cremo and Richard Thompson titled Forbidden Archaeology. They have documented going back over three billion, with a B, years of what could only be manufactured artifacts that were discovered right here on planet Earth. Things that are inexplicable and things that science today refuse to even acknowledge exist, although they're hidden in museums all over the planet, down in the dusty archives. Some really weird things. Now, what does that suggest? Well, at some point in our past, there was a heck of a lot more going on than what we will acknowledge today. So is it possible that maybe early humans went to the moon? Well, that's a possibility along with aliens. If you talk to Walter Bosley, you had mentioned Walter earlier. Walter has been working on some theories that we, in fact, may be dealing with a breakaway civilization here on planet Earth. And by the way, listeners, if you go through the Paracast archives and at theparacast.com, they are searchable you'll see several interviews we've done with Walter Bosley about his breakaway civilization theories. Go ahead, Don. So the bottom line is, I don't know 
what is up there. Would I love to go up and take a look? You betcha I would. That's unlikely to happen. But I am convinced that at some point in the past, and the possibility exists that even today, there is an ongoing outpost up there. That's something, if you look at the entire lunar program, would seem to suggest that maybe I am on the right path. And I'm certainly not the only one that has thought about that. What's bothered me, Don, over the years is the fact that we gave up on at least public lunar exploration so quickly. That is fodder, Gene, for an entire show based strictly on Apollo. With the time left, there's no way that I can give any uh, a responsible answer to something that is in-depth and detailed as I would like to. Now we're talking about, oh, we'll go to Mars. We'll do this. And I'm thinking it's going to happen in, what, 2020, 25, 30, 35? What happened no, in 1980? No, no, there's, no uh, Gene... Gene, let me, let me interject something here. I just read a, a, a pretty extensive article that is saying that now, because of new findings uh, related to the amount of radiation that our uh, Martian astronauts, potential Martian astronauts, would be uh, susceptible to, that uh, we do not have the technology to protect them. And uh, by the time they would get to Mars, there was an over, I think, 50 or 60 percent chance that they would uh, die early deaths uh, and probably develop cancer because of the cosmic radiation and uh, the fact that they're, they're just not sufficiently shielded. And that pushes back any sort of Martian uh, man, Martian expedition all the way to 2070 or something. So therefore, Elon Musk is not going to realize his dream. Unless he comes up with some uh, technology that is able to duplicate two meters of water around the entire ship that would be enough to protect uh, astronauts from catastrophic radiation damage. Well, you know, a friend of mine, and I believe you guys have, have interviewed him, Dr. John Brandenburg, has been off and on working for a long time on a way to get to Mars in a much quicker time frame than what was originally thought to be the case. In other words, months and months and months. And I recently talked to Brandenburg, and I asked him, as a matter of fact, about that very thing, about cosmic radiation. And he seems to think that it's very possible that they have the technology available now to shield the astronauts. Now, whether they do or don't, I do not know. As of late September, Elon Musk was seeking Mars explorers with $200,000 and, quote, in this headline from Bloomberg Technology, Guts to risk death. So I suppose we're going to have to see whether there is a radiation danger. I certainly hope there isn't. I mean, think of the romantic ideal that maybe in 5, 10, 15, 20 years, whatever, some of us will get to Mars. And the princess may be waiting for us, right? Right, the princess and the gods of Mars and all those people. And we'll see the Dead Sea bottoms of Barsoom. Yeah. <laughs> Don Acker, please tell our listeners if they want to know more about what you do, where can they check you out? Other than our forums, of course. Well, Facebook is a good place. And uh, right now, Dark Matters Radio runs every night on uh, Cyberstation USA. You can get to Cyberstation uh, by going to www 
dot d q like quebec rm.com and friday nights richard saraday another friend of the paracast incidentally guys uh richard wanted me to tell you both uh howdy uh richard saraday and i do an open line friday show once again same place www.dqrm.com beginning at 9 p.m pacific it will find us on facebook we have two paracast fan clubs we have the paracast on twitter and more important, we've got the Paracast Plus at plus.theparacast.com. It's a special subscription service. Prices starting at just $1.49 a week, $4.99 a month. And annual five-year and lifetime subscriptions are available as well. We offer the After the Paracast podcast, the commercial-free version of this show. We've got some show transcripts on there, some videos from The Other Side of Truth from Paul Kimball. And lots, lots, lots more. Go to plus.theparacast.com for more information. Don, it's been fun. We only just got started. Thanks for joining us on the Paracast. You bet. My pleasure. The Paracast. Featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast. <laughs>